Welcome into the lounge. Welcome into the lounge. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I am not recording this in the morning. I said, fuck it. I am recording this the night before. And I am drinking some bourbon whiskey tonight with you. I'm getting on that Russell's Reserve. You know, if I only, if I could look back at all the bottles of whiskey that I had, and I could say I need to narrow down my whiskey, Russell's Reserve would have a place on my shelf as one of my go-to bourbons, and it's readily available. You can find it in almost every liquor store. If not every liquor store, you can find Russell's Reserve. The one that I love is the single barrel, aged for 10 years, comes in at 110 proof. I think it's aged 10 years. Anyways, delicious juice. If you've never had Russell's Reserve single barrel with the red label, I implore you to go get a bottle. It's like 50 to 60 bucks. Some of the best valued bourbon that you will find. Russell's Reserve single barrel. Get yourself some. All right, let's get into some news. Let's get into some news. It's been a while. If you guys hang in for a while, but... Hmm. You don't need news every day, right? But I will give you some NFL news, some Debbie news, some bourbon news. Let's get started. First of all, in the NFL, Merrill Reese. Merrill Reese has said that no other wide receiver has made his jaw drop like Devonta Smith. For those that don't know who Merrill Reese is, Eagles fans will know who Merrill Reese is. He is a Long-time voice of the Philadelphia Eagles. I believe he's been there for 50 years. And he's seen a lot of receivers, a lot of Eagle-wide receivers. And he said that uh, he's very excited about Devonta Smith. He said, in 50 years, I've seen a lot of wide receivers, and I've seen great ones. Harold Carmichael, who's going to the Hall of Fame. Mike Quick. Uh, he goes on to name several more, but I've never seen a receiver that makes my jaw drop the way he does in reference to Devonta Smith. Um, you know, he's got the tools to be a special receiver. He gets knocked for the BMI. If he can create separation, he's going to be just fine in the NFL. We'll see. I think I have a few shares of him. You know, you got you got to make that decision. Do you want Bateman or do you want Smith? Basically, it comes down to those two if you're picking in the – Mid to late re- late first round, you know, I, I typically lean on, on Bateman. I think Bateman's the better prospect. But Devonta Smith is a close second for me. All right, Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley, he is cutting and running at full speed. No limitations. There is an Instagram post. He is running at the beach in the sand, full speed, no restrictions. Dude is an absolute beast. You know, the Giants have said that, you know, they're probably going to ease him in. But I don't know if that's necessary. I mean, Barkley is a beast and... He's going to be ready, and and I love him. He's he's 25 years old. Love him in Dynasty. 
would like to get every chance I get to get Saquon Barkley. I want him on my roster. I mean, he showed us as a rookie what he's capable capable of. Um, 2,000 all-purpose yards. Uh, I think a rookie reception record. Just an absolute beast coming back from ACL injury. Now's the time you can get him cheap before he shows what he can do um, healthy. Next up. Jeremy Fowler of ESPN says that San Francisco spent a lot of time during OTA and minicamps working on Trey Lance mechanics, and he thinks they plan to unleash him during training camp to see if he'll be ready for the season as a starter. Uh, I, I doubt it. I think he's still only 20, 21 years old. A lot to learn in the NFL. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo, while, while he's not uh, the elite quarterback that everyone thought he would be, you know, he did help San Francisco get to a Super Bowl. Uh, he is a capable NFL starter. I can't imagine Trey Lance will beat him out week one unless Jimmy G is moved to another team. You know, potentially Denver or something like that. Um, I don't know if that happens. But uh, if he stays in San Francisco, I would expect him to be the starter, at least early on. And Rams Live has said, Expect a breakout season from running back Cam Akers. And if you average the last seven games of the season for Cam Akers, uh, he's looking at a 352-touch season, 1,800 all-purpose yards, would be a breakout for Cam Akers. Barring injury, he had, I think, three injuries as a rookie. I love Cam Akers. I'm a little concerned about the injury bug with him but if he can stay healthy and put it together the sky's the limit for that kid uh love cam makers absolutely love cam makers my number two running back in last year's class behind jonathan taylor uh, absolute stud all right let's get into some devi uh we mentioned a week ago that uh freshman quarterback Kadon salter tennessee was arrested uh with a marijuana charge and now Tennessee has dismissed him, so he is no longer on the Tennessee Volunteers roster, and he was going to, um, you know, compete for for a starting job next year. But now his his football career is uh, in question, and you know we'll see where he lands. All right, next up for Devi, we're just going to talk about PFF release their college football ranking the top 25 breakout candidates for 2021. If you have any of these players on your Devi rosters or you're looking to get into Devi rosters, here are some players to keep your eye out. Number one, DJ Ugalele from Clemson, quarterback. He's a sophomore. He was a five-star um, first overall pro-style quarterback in his class in 2020. They expect him to be the number one breakout this year, replacing Trevor Lawrence there in Clemson. Number two, edge rusher, Boy Mafi from Minnesota. Keep your eye on him. He was a three-star in 2017, so he's a redshirt senior. Number three, edge, Adam Anderson from Georgia. Number four, wide receiver, Jackson Smith Yigba from Ohio State. Not sure how to pronounce that. He's a sophomore. He was a five-star Wide receiver in the 2020 class. Number five, tight end Darnell Washington out of Georgia. Now, I don't know if this was before or after the uh, transfer from, I think, Eric Gilbert is his name. 
transfer to Georgia, so I'm not sure if they're going to move him to wide receiver and keep Darnell Washington at tight end or how that's going to shape up, but they have him as their number five tight end breakout. Number five breakout in 2021. Number six, wide receiver Quentin Johnson from TCU. He's a sophomore, was a four-star wide receiver in 2020. Number seven, linebacker Edufan Ulofoshio from Washington. He's a junior. I mean, you love you love hearing me pronounce these names, huh? Number eight, quarterback Tony Grimes from North Carolina. Number nine, wide receiver Kayshawn Boutte from LSU. Five-star wide receiver in the 2020 class. Um, second wide receiver in that class. Absolute stud. LSU just bringing those studs at wide receiver. Number 10, Devon Akshane, Texas A&M running back. He's a sophomore. Uh, number 11, Brian Breeze from Clemson, defensive tackle. Defensive tackle there. Number 12, Edge, Miles Murphy from Clemson. Number 13, tight end Jaleel Billings, Billingsley from Alabama. Number 14, quarterback Andrew Bruth, uh, Clemson, junior cornerback from Clemson. He was a five-star in 2019. Number 15, Zach Harrison, Edge, Ohio State. That was number 15. Number 16, quarterback Emory Jones out of Florida. He's a redshirt junior. Number 17, running back Bijan Robinson from Texas. He's a sophomore, five-star, uh, first overall running back in the 2020 class. Number 18, wide receiver Raheem Jarrett out of Maryland. He was a five-star in 2020, fourth wide receiver in that class. Number 19, wide receiver Arian Smith out of Georgia. He was a four-star wide receiver in 2020, ninth wide receiver in that class. Number 20, running back Lawrence Philly at Florida State, sophomore. Number 21, edge Derek Hall out of Auburn. Number 22, quarterback Tallulah Tagovailoa out of Maryland. I'm going to assume that's Tua's brother. He's a junior. He was a four-star in 2019. Number 23, offensive guard Ethan White. Number 24, linebacker Noah Sua out of Oregon, sophomore. Five-star in 2020, second overall inside linebacker in that class. And number 25, wide receiver Joe Nagata from Clemson. He's a junior four-star in 2019. So those are just a few college wide receivers or college players that could break out according to PFF, the top 25 breakout players for 2021. All right, into bourbon news. Netflix. And the bourbon world are going to collide, according to WhiskeyRaiders.com. There is a documentary that is releasing July 14th called The Heist. And it goes on real-life um, documentaries about real-life incidents um, that are heists. And there's one on the 2013 where Pappy Van Winkle barrels were being stolen from Buffalo Trace. Uh, it was, I think, in 2013 or 2015. Uh, and there's mostly the information from this was all in just written articles. There's actually going to be the first um, television special on this heist where actual barrels of Pappy Van Winkle were rolled out the back door and sold on the black market. So if you're a subscriber to Netflix, Heist airs on July 14th. Um, so be ready for that. Make sure you have a bourbon in hand for that. 
Maxim Magazine had an article, and it was ti- it was titled "A Bartender's Guide to Bourbon." Experts share best bottles and whiskey tips. Scrolling through the article, there's there's not much. Um, you know, it talks about Bourbon 101. You know, what does bourbon taste like? Stuff like that. Uh, but some things that I can relay over the podcast to you. They list the golden rules of bourbon. Here are some rules to live by. Number one, there are more to bourbon than just Pappy Van Winkle. All right, don't don't feel like a great bourbon must be expensive. You can find equally delicious bourbons that won't break the bank. Uh, number two, when you sip on bourbon, use the Kentucky Chew. That term was coined by Jimmy Russell, master distiller at Wild Turkey, the namesake of what I'm drinking tonight, Russell's Reserve. Basically, a Kentucky Chew is roll the bourbon around your mouth uh, to three to four seconds, you know, really coating your tongue before you swallow. That is a Kentucky Chew. Number three, adding a few drops of water opens up whiskeys. Number four, it is okay to order a bourbon cocktail. You don't always have to drink bourbon straight on the rocks. You can actually have it in a cocktail. Um, Let's see. That goes on the list a few cocktail recipes. Here is their idea of what to buy. The best bourbon for a cocktail, according to Maxim Magazine writers, is Knob Creek 9. Um, That can be used in a lot of different bourbon cocktails. The budget bottle, according to them, is Old Granddad Bonded. I think that's 100 proof or... Yeah, I think that's 100 proof. I think I have a bottle of that. Uh, the Bar Cart Staple, the new Woodford Reserve Double Oat, getting a lot of love in the bourbon community. The Woodford Reserve Double Oat Bourbon. And Baby's First Bourbon, uh, that is the Elijah Craig Small Batch. You can find this at any liquor store. I believe it's like 94 proof. A really good sipping bourbon for beginners. Not too harsh, but it gives you the idea of what bourbon whiskey is. Um, so go. Anything that Heaven Hills does with Elijah Craig is exceptional. Uh, their, their small batch, uh, the rye, everything Elijah Craig is really good. So if, if you're just getting into bourbon whiskey, go get yourself a bottle of the Elijah Craig small batch. I believe it's like 30 bucks, 94 proof. You could sit and sip that and, and, uh, and be very, very happy. Uh, the new kid on the block is the Widow Jane Ten Year. Um, that you know, I've seen that. I have not had it, but according to them, it's pretty decent. And the Flex Henry McKenna Ten Year Old. That's a pretty good bottled and bond single barrel bourbon whiskey. Henry McKenna Ten. If you can find it, it's a very good um, bourbon whiskey. Okay, another article. From Courier Journal, it is saying that the next hard-to-find bourbon, the or I guess you call it the next Pappy Van Winkle, is going to be Weller 12-Year. Um, and I, I actually own a bottle of Weller 12-Year that I won a lottery, and it is a very, very good, good bourbon. It's a weeded bourbon, just like Pappy, and... It is a cousin of Pappy Van Winkle. It's made at Buffalo Trace. Um, and it is basically, from what I've gathered, is 
the Van Winkle family goes through and selects uh, the barrels that most resemble what Julian Van Winkle remember the taste of Pappy should be. And anything that he rejects typically turns into Weller 12 year. Um, and that you can find those. If you find them over the counter, I think they're three to four hundred dollars um, on the black market, but they re they really only retail for like sixty bucks. But you can't find them. You can't find them. So once people are tired of hunting for Pappy, they're going to try to hunt for something else. And according to Courier Journal, they think that's going to be Weller twelve year. And last but not least, move over Top Shot. Move over NBA Top Shot. Fred Minnick. Uh, a renowned bourbon voice is selling t his tasting notes as NFTs or non-fungible tokens. And he's also launching a bourbon cryptocurrency. Uh, and that's that's pretty crazy right there. Um, he is launching digital whiskey basically and this actually is old news i just happened to come across it on uh, the bourbon review i think this is back in like april so you may have already heard this um, but he basically says people are dying to dump money into whiskey so they don't even care about drinking it and i i can i can uh vouch for that because i'll just hunt for a bottle i'll buy it and i'll drink a little bit of it and you know put it on the shelf and move on to something else um, so he say why not just spend your money on digital whiskey now I don't think I could do that because I want to taste it um, and I will have no fun you know looking at that unless I can collect a digital pappy uh, that's really hard to get but he is going to release um, his NFTs um, he's selling the first 10 tasting notes that he wrote about in digital form and the asking price is ten thousand dollars each Wow pretty impressive everything's going crypto everything's going nft everything's going digital i suggest you do some research if you want to stay up with the times all right i appreciate it look i'm not going to be up early tomorrow i haven't had a chance to record before work this week so i'm sitting behind the mic tonight drinking on some russell's reserve giving you the news i hope you enjoyed it until next time, hopefully I'll see you tomorrow. This has been Brad Starks at the Rotor Lounge. Cheers. Hey, hey.